0: The opinions expressed on this show are those of the guests and hosts, and do not
1: necessarily represent those of Funeral Radio's management or sponsors.
0: Welcome to A Good Goodbye, with certified thanatologist Gail Rubin. She says talking about sex won't make you pregnant, talking about funerals won't make you dead. Brought to you by Funeral Radio, and now your host. Gail Rubin.
1: The growth in cremation is all over the news, and today we are fortunate to be talking to Bob Bedecker, Jr., the outgoing president of the Cremation Association of North America, CANNA, about the latest statistics about cremation in North America. Welcome, Bob.
0: Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here.
1: So he, we're actually here at the CANNA convention, and you have just revealed the latest and greatest on the statistics, I guess going up to twenty fourteen.
0: Yes, we started twenty fourteen as the base, but we actually projected out twenty nineteen. Uh, we, we try to only project out about five years just because the the variables in society, which those variables are the baby boomers.
1: Yes, and who knows what we yeah. we are going to do. <laughs>
0: that is correct.
1: So what are you seeing in terms of the rates and uh, where we are now, where we're going, and what does it all mean?
0: Yeah. So, so what we see is, is not anything that is um, shocking to anybody that understands our profession and, and the cre- cremation consumer. Um, growth in cremation is continuing to rise. Um, what we are starting to see, but it's very preliminary, is we're starting to see the trend slow down. So the growth rate is starting to to slow a little bit, but that's probably tied to anything that becomes more popular ultimately slows down on being as popular. It doesn't mean it goes away and it doesn't mean it reverses a trend, it just means that all the focus on it is starting to fall to the side, but it's still growing. So we're, we're seeing that, that trend nationwide in, in our growth about half a percentage point lower than where we were last year at this time. Last year we were about uh, annual growth rate about 1.86%. Um, this year we are uh, projecting a 1.49% uh, growth rate. So it's almost a half a half a percent. Um, and, it, and it's a small number, but mm-hmm. uh, it, it still is, is a number that's important to see. Um, we're seeing the same thing in Canada, um, and but but the thing with Canada is they they embraced cremation years ago, and and they're generally about twenty points ahead of us, fifteen points ahead of us. So you know they're in the high sixties now, and their growth rate is just over one percent year over year mm-hmm. uh, going forward. So
1: now the current. Uh, national average for percentage of people choosing cremation is 40,
0: 46.7 46. through the end of two thousand fourteen, and and, and and that's a provisional number. Uh, you know what, what we see are it generally takes states about three years to finalize their data. Um, it doesn't change the number much, though. You know, so what we'll find is looking from two thousand seventeen back. To this year, 2014, what we'll see is those numbers will have been finalized each, each and every state. Uh, we might have a point gain, maybe a point loss, probably not, uh, but probably a point gain in there. So, uh, But that's a common uh, thing that's in the numbers that we've been keeping for the past two decades. And we, we knew that and, and we understand that and we, we see that play out.
1: Mm-hmm. But the growth rate Still continues, and you have a projection of what year for 50% for national
0: average? The 50% number um, will probably be the next 12, 18 months. Um, You know, that and and that is all tied to the data that's coming in every single day. Um, And if that data starts to move the number, then we will adjust that. But you know, right now uh, we are projecting that 50% somewhere early to 16. Um, ish you know that that seems to be a realistic time you know when we make our projections our projections are never off more than a tenth of a percent so when we project and when we see the real number years later that 's where we come up with that so we, we think that's a realistic number uh, based upon our analysis um, we 've changed our analysis we 've shifted how that analysis comes together through a regression analysis now which is more detailed the algorithm is Extremely complex, I don't even ask me about about it because I can't even talk to it. Um, but a regression analysis we do know provides us a, a better set of numbers and then a better set of data and and it's built upon you know more uh, more than just looking at a number and doing math. It's built upon socioeconomic issues and cultural differences and, and a lot of other things.
1: So what are the highest cremation states and the lowest cremation states?
0: Well, your highest cremation states all sit on the West Coast, with the exception of Maine. Um, and and the reason for that is obviously you know those states have been leading the market for for decades. You know Washington, Oregon, Nevada; uh, those are the states that that, that are leading this in, in a great way. Um, and then the uh, state of Maine came on, um, uh, on came on our screen as one of the top fives now, uh, and the state of Hawaii as well.
1: Maybe um, they're. They're just cold there. <laughs> they, they might be, but
0: California is not. Um, however, what we see projecting forward to 2019, we're going to see a shift in the number one state on percentage of cremations. So today through 2014, the highest state on percentage of cremations performed is the state of Nevada. Um, what we have projected out through 2019 is the state of Nevada is going to fall to second place and the state of Washington will take over. Now, it's going to be by what, three-tenths of a percent. But nonetheless, um, they will still take over the lead uh, from Nevada. So what that tells me is we're starting to see somewhat of a uh, of a leveling out. You know, I'm not sure we're going to see a, a full-on plateau, and this is the max a state will be. Uh, we do expect states to continue to grow, but we won't see them grow leaps and bounds, and every state's going to go to 100%. I mean, that's just not, that's not statistically possible.
1: Mm-hmm. So, what are the current influences that are driving people toward cremation? The
0: the current influences are the same as they they always have been. Um, You know, that is cost, range of options, uh, geography, um, as as well as a couple others. And you know, the, the reality behind all of these are we as a profession have taken these five different things. And we've tried to operate within those, those worlds. And when you look at competition in marketplaces, um, you know, cost is a driving factor and one of the five reasons that people select cremation. But when you look at a market and when you go into it, well, you'll find that due to competition, you do have people that are doing it and they are uh, communicating that cost is a reason to select this. So a lot of this stuff is, is really reflecting on our own and, and looking at internally you know, we we sort of did this. We we're we're the ones educating consumers. Consumers didn't say that cremation is this value amount. Um, you know, we didn't do that at all. Um, I'm sorry, they didn't do that at all. We did it um, ourselves.
1: hmm And so, the lowest states in terms of cremation, uh, those mm-hmm. are located where?
0: The lower states are in uh, uh, the lowest states are in the southern part of the U.S. You know, those states have traditionally and historically been more traditional states. Um, There's cultural changes there, Um, higher African American uh, market. Um, You know, in the African American market, there is a lot more associated with tradition and, and so forth. But, you know, all those states, and we projected through 2019, all those states will be over 20%. Um, and in the state of uh, Mississippi will be uh, in last place if this was a race, uh, and the state of Mississippi will still be over the twenty percent and uh, what we 're seeing there is is really a shift in you know what their families and their communities are asking for, and even though they've asked for a tradition and even though they they're, they're very structured in their belief and all of that they're also embracing cremation like they never have before. And, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting to watch those states, you know, embrace this. And, and I think those states, where they are now is where many of the other states were 30 years ago, but nobody had the information to share it. These states are ahead of the curve because what they get to see, they got to see this data increase over a long period of time and they have time to prepare for this, where you take a state like um, Washington State. You know, 20 years ago, we didn't have data for Washington State, but we had funeral directors sitting there going, hey, the cremation rate's rising, and I wonder why that is, and, um, you know, I wonder how I can compete in this market. And, you know, at least with the southern states, they can see it. They can see it coming. They can get prepared. They can they can change their business models if they have to. They can embrace this a
1: different way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what... Um what were you telling the audience here this morning about what funeral homes can do about the rising cremation rate and how it impacts their business?
0: So what's interesting about you know a Cana Convention is those that come here are one, either seeking out information because of this is who we are and this is what we do, or two, they're members of the association that want to collaborate with others and, and learn from others. So what we really talked about today was we, we talked about statistics, but none of that is new news. They, they, they all know this. Um, they all embrace it and so forth. What we talked about was where business owners and, and everyone in this room, they are leaders, they're owners, they're managers, they're, they're, they're whatever. They have to look at it from a financial standpoint. And you know if one of the five factors of people selecting cremation is cost. How do they adjust their business model to accommodate one of these factors? And the answer is not sitting there and saying, okay, well, if cost is the issue, I'll just lower my price. That's that's a foolish thing to do. And, and, And the reason why it's foolish is many funeral directors have established businesses. Many funeral directors have very high overhead. They don't have the luxury of cutting their revenue stream maybe in half. And each business is going to look at this differently. So funeral directors traditionally look at the retail cost to a uh, burial consumer, and they look at the retail cost to a cremation consumer. There's going to be a divide there. And that dollar difference between those two is what a funeral director has to know, or a cemeterian, or you know, a person that owns a crematory. they got to figure out where that loss is as cremation starts um, uh, continuing to affect their market. And they got to figure out how to be relevant. So our our conversation today was was based upon looking at the business needs, and it is strictly just numbers, uh, and it is revenue and it is profit, and everything in between are decisions that owners need to make and they need to make conscious decisions about. But the other thing that we talked about was was really um, how do we look at this with a different set of eyes and how do we compete? And it really came down to a couple things and, and I refer to them as people, communication, and evolution. And it's 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 not difficult, but it's not easy at the same same regard, especially when it comes to people. I mean all the all the owners in that room that we talk to, you know, they have vision and they have great ideas and they do all this, but most all those people in the room don't make the funeral arrangements, don't answer the phone, they rely on their staff and if they don't have the right people in place they won't be able to you know, achieve what they need. And then they will get frustrated uh, mm-hmm. by all that. Mm-hmm.
1: We're going to take a quick break here, and we'll be right back. Find a final resting vessel for your loved one or beloved pet at artisern.com. We offer handcrafted one-of-a-kind urns, jewelry, and keepsakes. Our Memorial Chronicles blog has grief and loss resources that you may find helpful. Visit us at artisern.com. That's A-R-T-I-S-U-R-N dot com. And honor your loved one or beloved pet.
0: To learn more about advertising on Funeral Radio, please email advertising at funeralradio.com.
1: Continuing our conversation with Bob Bedecker Jr., the outgoing, well, the former president now of the cremation. They call me the (laughs) has-been. Uh, of the Cremation Association of North America, we're talking about cremation statistics. CANNA is known for their very uh, precise and accurate forecasts about the cremation rate and the great studies that you do. One of the other things you talked about this morning is actually sitting in, the the funeral home owners, the leaders, sitting in on the arrangement conferences yes. and seeing what your staff is doing and saying.
0: Yeah, you know, as as I said before, you know, the, the three things I focused on was people, communication, and evolution, and and then that really falls in line with communication. You know, as, as a, a leader of a business, you have to you have to trust in the people you have to achieve the results that you expect, and sometimes you might get lip service to this. I mean, as a leader, you can sit and train people and, and expect certain things to happen, but if you don't inspect what is supposed to happen then you're not going to see the reality of what you expect so the reality behind that is or when i'm i guess the point i'm trying to make is you know how many business owners have actually sat in with their team members and followed up to make sure they're saying what they expect them to say and and it's not a, a sales pitch it's it's everything from this is who we believe we are, to our mission statements, to this is how we offer services to families, or we talk about this, we talk about that, or share a life story. It, it, it is all of that. And you know what we do is we, we feel sometimes uh, that we train our people, they take off, they, they go into their office, they serve the community, and they're doing exactly what we told them. But we then look back to the different things that we judge our business on, let it be you know, a financial statement or uh, an obituary report or something, and we're like, well, nothing's happening. And you have to really go back to the very beginning of all this and figure that out. And that's the hardest thing, or the hardest thing to, to, to do. It's going in to watch one of your best people do their job. Number one, they're not going to want you in there because it makes them nervous and they think that now they're being inspected and all that. And, you know, number two, the owner doesn't want to do it because they don't want to make their people feel bad. And they sometimes don't want to tell them the truth. It's, it's much easier to tell somebody you've done a great job. You really have versus, you know, that's not what I expect. Mm -hmm. And this is how I want it done differently.
1: Mm -hmm. And you also talked about evolution. What, what do you see funeral homes need to do to evolve?
0: Yeah. You know, that, that's an interesting one. And I sort of took a risk with that. And, um, you know, what I mean by that is, if you don't change who you are, but the world around you is changing, then shame on you. And the evolution part of this is, if your community is requiring something of you that you've never done, well, then you should do it. You, you should adapt to it. You should find ways to say yes not ways to go, well, we've never done that before, we can't do that, I'm sorry. That That's not what, what this is all about. Um, and, and funeral directors that aren't willing to change and, and aren't willing to adapt to the marketplace, um, they're not going to be around very long. And, and, and shame on them. I mean, they, they can't, you know, what happens is people blame, oh, it's a rising cremation, I can't afford it. Well, that's not true. I mean, the rise of cremation is is something that is out of your control. The things that are in your control is okay. So, how do I adapt and become the best at that and, and, and in that marketplace? How do I remain the number one person in the community? You know, and, and there's so many factors. I mean, it depends where you are and what you do and who you are. But the reality is, funeral no directors' first thing they have to decide is who do, who are we and who do we need to be. And sometimes you have to take a hard look in the mirror and say, well, we can't be that because we have high overhead or we don't want to take the risk. Or, you know, we don't want to lose our best director. He's been with us for 40 years, but really he's not the best director. We've just been carrying him along because they've been here for 40 years. And we can't imagine doing business without him. And that's a difficult thing. So, you know, today was really more of, you know, maybe shaking people up. And, and opening eyes, and you know, if they go back and, and do nothing, and that's okay. But if they go back and go, you know, maybe we should try this. I heard, I heard this past president guy talk about this, and they try it. Maybe they'll win. I, I don't
1: know. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a notoriously slow to change industry. Yes, and um, but the changes in the world around us, especially with the internet and shopping online, certainly uh, poses the challenge to change.
0: Well, and the, and the challenge, the ones that are early adopters that are quick to change, that realize that it's okay to make a complete shift in my business. As long as you don't use the, lose the foundations of what makes our profession, the best profession on the planet. As long as you don't lose that, that level of, of service and that level of caring for a community and that level of being there for somebody at the worst time of their life, you can do anything else above that. That's the foundation of what we do, uh, day in and day out. But the ones that are successful in the marketplace have decided that they are going to do that, and they have to. Sh- they have to change, and they have staff members that don't want to. Well, those staff members don't work for them anymore. You know, they, they've decided we're relevant, and we're going to get into society. And if that means they build additional facilities, or if that means they have a business that doesn't reflect their core business that's okay but they took some risks and and that's really what I, I tried to you know deliver home to everyone
1: mm-hmm. and any any last words about the statistics that you released today
0: no the statistics there was nothing in there that that surprised us uh, we've been doing this for over 20 years uh, we, we know this uh, we understand this modeling uh, we've gotten a lot better with the modeling um, the data coming out now is getting better and uh, you know The electronic death registration system has helped with that, um, but that has only been out, gosh, seven, eight, ten years. So that, that data is, is finally rolling up a little faster than, than not. Um, but the statistics, the only thing that surprised me was the growth rate was slowing ever so slightly, mm-hmm. but the message is it was slowing. Um, it doesn't change anything, though. It, it doesn't doesn't change what a funeral director has to do in a, in, in their you know, community. It doesn't doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean that you know the the days of you know selling caskets and embalming are all coming back. That that's ridiculous. It's it just means that it's becoming more popular and it's slowing down a, a bit, and and that's okay.
1: It's it's all a part of the picture. Absolutely. Yep. yep. Well, Bob Bedecker, Jr., thank you so much for joining me today and talking about what what we've got going on with cremation statistics. If you want to download a free planning form to get your information pulled together, please visit my website, agoodgoodbye.com, and we'll see you next time. Live long and prosper.